Another day, another thrilling division win for the Dallas Stars. On today's show, we will talk about last night's win over the Winnipeg Jets. It was an absolute thriller that went all the way into overtime. We will talk about Jamie Benn and his roller coaster of an evening. We'll talk about the overcoming of adversity from the Stars team. And then to wrap up the show, we'll give you a preview of this matchup that the Stars have on Sunday against the Colorado Avalanche. All of this coming up on a special weekend edition of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars, credentialed member of the media covering the Stars. And it is Saturday, February 12th, uh, another rare weekend episode here at Locked on Stars. But this game that we saw last night was too insane to not talk about uh, a game coming up on Sunday, which we'll talk about at the back end of the show. Dallas Stars versus Colorado Avalanche, but this game that happened on Friday night would have kind of been old news, and uh, maybe some of the hype would have worn off, so definitely had to hop on quick after the game and put this out on Saturday for you guys, so thank you guys for tuning in on a weekend uh, for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day, whether you are a recurring listener or this is your first time here. We are so glad that you tuned in to the show today. Uh, be sure to subscribe to and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. I think we just crossed 145 subscribers yesterday on YouTube. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much for the continued support. Uh, really, really do love covering the Dallas Stars to this capacity. But without any more hesitation, let's get right into last night's game. And the biggest storyline is that of the captain of the Stars team, Jamie Benn. Uh, and one, I just have to say that I I, I called the almost full ending of this game i went on twitter i'll throw it up on the screen here on youtube but i i said at the end of the second period that uh, it would be very fitting for jamie bent to score the game-winning goal to score the, th the third goal for the stars team uh, just because he had like i said to open a roller coaster of an evening he missed a wide open shot early in the game he got an assist on tyler sagan's goal he scored his own goal uh you know late in the third period like i said and he fights Brendan Dillon, a former Dallas star from 2011 to 2015. But, you know, more importantly, he goes on to score the third goal. What would have been the game winning goal for the stars had they been able to close out uh, the six on five near the end of regulation. But no matter uh, uh, quite the story arc for Jamie Ben going on a complete hero's journey. Uh, movie directors everywhere are, you know, uh, thriving, you know, uh, their, their heart skipped to beat a little bit. Um, but it was it was really a good night for the captain overall. Uh, he was a man of few words in the postgame press conference, but uh, I think just kind of the intensity of the game and him being tired was probably he, he still seemed a little bit short of breath. So I'm sure he, uh, you know, going through quite a bit physically trying to recover from this game. And he he records the Gordie Howe hat trick, uh, kind of rare in the NHL across the board. But of course, the Gordie Howe hat trick named after the late great Hall of Famer, Gordie Howe, uh, and this is a hat trick that you record if you don't know, uh, whenever you record a goal, an assist, and a fight in the same game. So Jamie Benn reaches that milestone. Uh, I think the first one that we've seen from a star this season, and I can't remember the last time we saw one of these uh, from a Dallas star off the top of my head. 
Um, but Jamie Ben gets one last night. And like I said, he was quick with his words in his postgame response. But the, the fight certainly got the crowd going, uh, put some life into the crowd at the American Airlines Center, even though there had already been two goals scored by the Dallas Stars. That middle frame was certainly electrifying after what was kind of a weird, uh, not boring first period, but no no goals scored. And so kind of a, a dull first period compared to what the second and third and overtime would have for us. But I think uh, Jamie, you know, though he was quick with his words, he did say something uh, that was, you know, uh, pretty touching, if you will, um, about he feels about being the captain of this team. So let's take a quick moment to listen to what Jamie Ben had to say. My team comes first. Uh, I care about my players. How big is a win like this? Huge. Uh, everyone from here on out is is big for this group. But they're 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 wanting to get close, closer. That's right. Um, you know, we need to uh, catch a lot of teams in front of us and try and separate um, ourselves from teams below us. Certainly, uh, you know, Jamie certainly wearing the C on his sweater with pride uh sticking up for his teammates this team is a family as coach bonus would say in his post-game presser um and you know that he he loves what he saw from jamie and so uh pretty much everyone in this post-game presser was kind of asked about that instance uh let's take a moment and listen to what jacob peterson and coach bonus had to say about jamie ben tonight that's so important it's huge for us i think he that, that he did that turn the game for us it's so important to, to have a guy like that and he's the captain too so it's he's leading the way and for, for a young kid like me it's it's a pleasure to see him see him play and see him do that so yeah yeah i, lo I love him we we need him that was huge what he does and that represents what we're all about that we stick up for each other and that we're a family and they take a run at one of us they take a run at all of us and we we preach that every day and that, you know, Jamie epitomizes that what we're all about. So I was thrilled for him to get the, that third goal for us. Wish that had been the winner. You, you looked a little visibly annoyed that he missed that first period uh, shot. Do you say anything to him in that no. situation? No, no, don't have to. <laughs> He's a very proud man. He knows he has very high standards for himself, and uh, you have to respect that. Uh, I have full faith in him, so he's, he, you know, he's gonna be able to bounce back from that. I really love the bit where uh, Bonus, you know, he, he doesn't really have to say much to Jamie after missing that goal because he knows the kind of guy that Jamie is. Uh, you know, Jamie knows that he messed up in that situation, but he didn't stick with it. He did not wallow in that mistake. He he learned from it and he continued to work, continued to grind, and eventually it paid off for him. And he had a big night, and so I think that's very telling of the kind of player that Jamie Ben is and. Regardless of the year he's having, you know, he's not having the biggest monster year statistically, but really, especially after this game, no one can question uh, Jamie Ben's love for this team, his willingness to lead this team. I mean, just because you're the captain doesn't mean you have to have the biggest stats. And we see that from some other teams across the league. It certainly is helpful to have, you know, your captain put up some big numbers, but there's some other guys on the Stars team doing that this season. Jamie, a little bit lacking in that regard. Boosted his stats a little bit tonight with a goal and an assist and a fight, if you will, uh, if you want to call that a stat, I guess that goes towards penalty minutes. But I, I do love the way that Jamie leads this team. And, uh, you know, a day will come when someone else is named captain of the team and Jamie Ben is no longer a captain or even on this Dallas Stars team. But at this moment in time, it is still Jamie's title. It's still Jamie's team and really do love to see him stick up for his teammates. And uh, that was certainly a, a, a clean hit 
that Klingberg took, but still a big one nonetheless that you don't want to see any guy on your team take. Uh, and there was just some brutal hits in general in last night's matchup. I mean, we probably won't see hits that big on the Super Bowl uh, tomorrow, and that's a, a full contact sport where there's literally tackles every play. I don't know if we're going to see any hits that big. Uh, the boards at the AAC certainly uh, deserve you know, uh, a long weekend, but they don't get a long one because the Colorado Avalanche are coming into town soon. But after that game against Nashville and after that game against Winnipeg, those boards uh, have been through a lot. A lot of bodies been slammed into the, that those boards, into the glass, and a lot of guys knocked down on the ice. But really, really great to see Jamie Benn lead this group to a win in what was a gutsy, grinded-out kind of game in OT. He was certainly a big part of it. Would have been great for the narrative overall if his goal had been the actual game winner. But nonetheless, we take the win. However, we can get it. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar, they are a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors, including yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, and banana cream pie. So many good flavors to choose from. These are going to be your new favorite product that Built Bar has to offer. All Built Bars are are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, including the puffs, 100% real chocolate. Yet at the same time, they are low calorie, high protein. So you can replace your candy bar with these. They're better for you and they taste just as good. You can go to built.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at built.com. Jumping back into today's weekend episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day on this fine Saturday after a huge Dallas Stars win. Going to continue to talk about how this team responded the, you know, answered the call and responded to adversity with excellence last night. You know, another game, not necessarily the prettiest win, but a big win nonetheless in this stretch of games. Now six more games remaining in this kind of divisional stretch. Two big ones coming up against the Avalanche on Sunday and Tuesday. But there was a lot of adversity to be overcome in this game. The Stars did give up the first goal of the match, but then came back after that. But also, uh, I think it's fair to say, whether you are a Dallas fan or a Winnipeg fan, that the refs in this game were uh, suspicious to say the least, uh, and didn't seem to be, you know, blowing the whistle all at all times when they needed to be. I think Dallas fans have more of a right to say that. I can't really think of a moment where I feel like Winnipeg was getting screwed over by the referees. Nonetheless, I'm sure uh, a Winnipeg fan could fill me in somewhere where they feel like they were cheated. Who's to say? But the Dallas Stars certainly did catch the short end of the stick on several occasions. Uh, they missed a Miro Haskin in high sticking call, um, pretty blatant in the corner. I can't remember the player whose stick hit him off the top of my head, but Miro was literally bleeding uh, from his mouth, from his nose, going back to the bench all the way from the far corner uh, down on the other side of the rink, basically. Uh, and, and, you know, Coach Bonus did comment on that. We'll take a, a moment to hear what he said in a second. And then, of course, there was a no call. Uh, Tyler Sagan was kind of being held almost tripped in overtime where he kind of turns the puck over and gives Winnipeg uh, a pretty, you know, open break opportunity to almost win the game in overtime. Thankfully, Jake Gottinger was on his A game, not just then, but for a good portion of the game. And he came through and, and you know, thankfully, uh, that no call didn't cost Dallas the game like it did back in St. Louis a while back. Uh, but still, let's take a listen to what Coach Bonus kind of had to say about his guys responding to that kind of adversity. That was a great hockey game. You know, the fans certainly had a very entertaining game to watch. Uh, the fights and the hits and the, 
That was a great hockey game, and there's going to be a lot of more of those coming up and down the stretch. There's going to be a lot of tight games. It's going to be tied going into the third period, and you've got to find a way to, to win those games. It's unfortunate they got that late goal. Um, that happens, but um, it was a great hockey game. Yeah, uh, you just got to move on quickly. There's no time to dwell on it, and as I tell the players every all the time on the bench, the only thing that matters, get ready for your next shift. We'll deal with the rest of it later on. Uh, you start worrying about what you did the last shift, just going to affect your ability to have a good shift next. So we put a lot of focus on just get ready for your next shift, and we move on, and we'll we'll deal with the other stuff later. You know, it's funny, like you know, I'll tell you what, you know, Jake's a great kid because. I go to you know shake his hand after the win. He said, "Poach, I gotta have that third goal, right?" He knows, uh, but that's just the kind of kid he is. So, yeah, I mean that, that stuff happens, and you just again, you put it behind you, get ready for overtime. And you also could have given up the game winner early in overtime, too. Yeah, that, um, yeah that, that's an interesting non-call on, on Shaggy there. That's, let them have a breakaway. <clears throat> that, that happens, too. What was their explanation on the, the Miro high-stick one? Well, they, uh, from what they were telling me is that um, they've got to make the call then. And I just said, well, show me in the rule book where there's a time limit on this thing. There's not. Mira's clearly spitting blood from the bench over. But anyways, they made the call, and there's nothing we can do about it. We've, we've come a long way from where we were at the start of the year with dealing with that because we didn't handle those things well early, and uh, we're, we're handling all those, those situations much better now. A little more confidence in the group that we can come back, a little more confidence in the group that we can hang on to a lead. So it's just it's it steps all the way along the way. I think the really big thing here is, and Bones even touched on it, is you know this team struggled a lot last season in these close overtime games, games that come down to the wire, and they struggled in some of those games earlier this season, even against Winnipeg back in November. We saw the Stars fail to close out that game late. That Vegas game that they played at home in the early stages of the season, they couldn't finish that one out. And I believe now this is five games that they've given up a goal in the six-on-five sequence this season. So still not perfect in that regard as they sometimes kind of blow these late-game leads that they had. Uh, but still good to see them coming together in overtime and, you know, at this point in the season kind of defying the odds there and coming up big down the stretch to close out these games where they really need two points and they can't really settle for anything less than two points and so really big night from the team and uh good to hear bonus you know talk about the team in that way uh in their response to the adversity that they were facing and another guy uh, that responded to adversity uh that you know kind of been responding to adversity all season is forward dennis garyanoff let's take a listen to what dennis had to say post game about this team in general and kind of the playoff feel of this matchup it is yeah you know it's uh 40 40 games left right and uh, we're still fighting for a playoff spot it's uh Playoffs mod, you know, and yeah, it's playoffs hockey right now. We talk about your progress. I think five, six shots on goal tonight. Is it just sticking with it and creating that every shift you can? Yeah, you know, it's uh, doesn't matter what happened in uh, last shift. You know, like try don't think about it and uh, uh, go on the ice again and trying to do my uh, my best. You know, like shoot the puck or wherever, like some good things for for team you know we're fighting for two points you know like every points matter for us right now and uh, good thing we won Gurionov had himself a nice night he racked up several shots on goal and of course assisted on his line mates Tyler Sagan and Jamie Ben's goal you know the chemistry is continuing to improve on that line a really really nice second line forming there between Segi 
Ben and Dennis Gurionov continuing to find his footing and bonus even said himself his speed just opens up so many options for the stars whenever he's on the ice with those guys uh, because teams have to pay attention to his speed because he can get wherever he wants to in the blink of an eye and that either you know gives him the opportunity to score or he's drawing a double team or you know drawing the attention and the eyes of the opposition and someone else is you know able to find a lane to the net and crash the net and get an easy goal out of it so Love that he's continuing to find his chemistry with Jamie and Tyler, where there's already chemistry between those two. Now you insert Dennis into the equation. Those guys seem to be clicking just fine, and they're going to need to keep it going on Sunday and Tuesday if the Stars want to continue to stay in at the wild card spot hunt. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, Jason Robertson sticks with his initial shot in overtime and scores uh, the game winning goal after a gutsy overtime period. And, uh, you know, nice to see a goal where. The Stars' opposition is the one that kind of has a sloppy turnover, sloppy play near their blue line. I feel like we've seen too many times this season where the Stars, late in games, whether it's OT or in the end of the third period, aren't able to clear their zone well, whether it's a bad pass or just mishandling the puck. But Rupe Hintz makes an excellent play after a Denis Gurionov shot in OT, steals the puck and keeps it in the zone and passes it to Klingberg, who then passes it to Robertson, shoots the puck, sticks with his initial shot that bounces off Hellebuck's pad, and uh, the rest is history, and that's just the kind of play that Jason Robertson makes. His 20th goal of the season is a big one. Uh, absolutely electric crowd gets the the ending that they deserve. Uh, the crowd was very engaged all night at the AAC, and so it was great to see them get rewarded, getting to see such a great game-winning goal from a guy that we expect nothing less from. Jason Robertson continues to astonish us, and Rupe Hintz makes that nice play as well, getting credited with the assist. So, Again, uh, same old, same old from those two. And, and John Klingberg continuing to you know find ways to be in the stat sheet as well. Uh, not as many assists this time around, but still uh, you know a nice feed to Jason Robertson to set him up on that goal. Really, really liked what I saw from those guys tonight. Liked what I saw from the most part. Liked what I saw for the most part. Um, you know, in this game in general from the stars and even Jake Ottinger uh, bones mentioned, as you heard just a second ago that, you know, he had that conversation with Jake after the game bonus did where he's like, coach, I got to get that third goal, uh, that goal that he gave up at the end of the third period that Shifley scored. Uh, and, and I think that's a big, you know, a, a, a big thing for Jake to admit a uh, young guy goalie in this league that, you know, he, I'm sure happy to get the win, but knows that, you know, he's got to do better. And he, he, uh, you know, didn't not on his own because it's not all his fault. Uh, that that happened, but, you know, could have potentially cost his team uh, a point there um, had they lost in overtime or even collapsed even harder at the end of regulation and let Winnipeg take the lead in regulation. And so uh, love to see that Jake is taking full responsibility there, even though it's not all his fault, but, you know, looking to hold himself accountable. And, you know, once his coach know that, I'm sure his teammates see that as well and respect him a ton for that. But overall, I, I, really good night for Jake Ottinger. He did give up, uh, what, three goals on the night but still had some moments where things got a little shaky, whether it was some odd man rushes or just some good looks for Winnipeg. And he stood firm for the most part and had a good night. And he's continuing to kind of, you know, pick himself up after that rough road trip in Florida a few weekends ago. So overall, this team did an excellent job responding to adversity. There was just a lot of it in this game, as pretty much every guy said in the postgame presser, felt like a playoff game. And a lot of these games that the Stars play against these divisional opponents and against these teams in the playoff hunt are going to feel that way. The, the crowd certainly is going to know what's at stake. The teams are going to know what's at stake. And so we're going to see a lot of hits, a lot of close games, and a lot of you know gutsy, gutsy crunch time stretches. So, uh, you know, it's just one of those games where it's fun to, you know, be on the star side of things and watch. And, you know, it was hard for me. I was telling, uh, you know, some people in the press box, it's one of those games where 
the stars fan of me just wants to cheer and go nuts but it's like ah, i'm up in the up in the press box got to be a little bit more professional and so this is my way to uh, to celebrate to get to ramble on and talk about this game for 20 to 30 minutes while no one can interrupt me uh you guys just get to listen to me talk about this game and recap it and give my thoughts on it and then of course uh you know you this is not necessarily overcoming adversity but a great thing to see is again jacob peterson and alexander radulov connecting on a big goal in this game the first goal that the stars scored responding to that first winnipeg goal uh, radulov continues to find ways to set peterson up for success hits him on a nice pass kind of in front of hellebuck's face and then peterson sitting there at the edge of the crease ready to put the puck in and uh, just a, a duo that you know you love to see connect in that way, but especially playing on the bottom six. Any offense we can get from the bottom six, we will certainly take uh, because it seems to come in waves where sometimes we'll go several games without it, but then now they seem to be heating up a little bit, a little bit before the All-Star break, and it seems to be carrying over into now. So really like what I'm seeing from those two. Would not have been a pair that I would have predicted to have a connection like that going into this season, but we'll certainly uh, take it the old. You know, rugged vet Alexander Radulov and the new kid on the block and Jacob Peterson. Love to see that connection there. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetOnline.net. Football might be over for the season. The Super Bowl is on Sunday, but basketball is in full swing for both pro and college hoops from all the latest odds totals player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs betonline remains the best spot for all your sports scores podcast news this season and it's not just basketball betonline.net is your source for hockey boxing and ufc odds right to the olympic coverage and information head to the website today to or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. And closing out today's weekend edition of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day, your host, Dane Lewis, here at Dame double underscore Lewis on Twitter and at Locked on Stars on Twitter. Let's close this thing out by giving you a preview of this Colorado Avalanche team and, uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a little scared going into this game, uh, doing my research for this team. This is a very good team, and I know the Dallas Stars beat them on Black Friday after Thanksgiving, but this is a different time in the season, and as we like to say, a lot has changed since these last teams met up, and uh, it seems like, you know, ever since that game on Black Friday, that, you know, probably can't pinpoint that exact moment, uh, but the Giant has been woken up <laughs> the Colorado Avalanche a team projected to win the central division and they have a very comfortable lead in that regard a team projected to potentially make it to the Stanley Cup I don't think anyone is questioning that they certainly can and probably will do that this season uh, this is a dangerous dangerous team and the stars are in for two slugfests in their next two games they play the Colorado Avalanche on Sunday at home and then they will travel to Denver to take on the Avs uh, on Tuesday night on the road. So that's going to be a difficult game, but also difficult to even play them in their own building because this team is so dang good. They're 16-0-2 since the start of 2022. Uh, 38-8, 33-8-4 overall with 70 points. Uh, in that January stretch, they had 69 goals for only allowing 39 goals against uh, in that in that 16-0-2 record stretch uh, You know, since January uh, the start of the new year. They had a five-game win streak in there and a 10-game 
win streak in there. The game that broke up the five-game win streak was a 5-4 to four overtime loss to the Predators, another team near the top of the Central Division. And then the, the, sec- the only other loss, another overtime loss <laughs> in this stretch for the Colorado Avalanche came at the hands of one of the worst teams in the league and certainly the worst team in the West and the Arizona Coyotes. They lose in shootout fashion there. But nonetheless, this team has been dangerous pretty much all season, but now especially in the new year, they continue to be an absolute unit of a team, for lack of a better term. They have the ninth best power play in the NHL. The Stars have the seventh, but uh, they do match up pretty evenly with the Stars on the penalty kill. Only the 22nd best PK by percentage. Only one spot above the Dallas Stars who come in at 23. But taking a look at this roster, Nazem Kadri is having a career year. He was an all-star last weekend in Vegas. He's already matched his career high in points. He currently sits at 61 points on the season. That is his career high. Uh, 19 goals, 42 assists on the year. He is third on the team in penalty minutes, though, with 50. So I think that's interesting. If they can get Kadri to draw some penalties, I think that that gives them a better opportunity to potentially put themselves in a position to win this game. So a lot of penalty minutes for Kadri on the year with 50. The Stars hopefully can find a way to take advantage of that. Uh, But even if they do knock Kadri out for two minutes at a time throughout the game, there's still a handful of guys that can cause problems for any team. And some of those names you've probably heard of. It's the usual suspects with this Colorado team. Miko Ratanen, uh, best 24 goals uh, for this Colorado team so far on the season. 31 assists, 55 points in total. Gabriel Landeskog, the captain of the team. 20 goals, 26 assists, 46 points on the year. Norris Trophy, I'm sure, will be finalist. Kale McCarr having a great defenseman defenseman season, uh, but still finding ways to be effective on offense as well. 18 goals, 26 assists for 44 points on the season. Having the kind of year that I wish Miro Haskinen would have, uh, but I'm sure Miro will hopefully get to that kind of level soon. Uh, but Kale McCarr is certainly making a case as one of, if not the best defenseman in the National Hockey League. And then, of course, Nathan McKinnon uh, with the Stars' luck will likely be making his return from the IR on Sunday whenever they match up with Dallas. He has nine goals and 34 assists on the season, totaling 43 points. Uh, as we all know, um, Nathan McKinnon was injured in a game against Boston, coming up pretty close to the All-Star break. Uh, weird freak play where his stick kind of ricocheted off his face, broke his nose, did some damage to his face, concussion, the whole the whole nine yards. Uh, unfortunate play that knocked him out of the All-Star game where Joe Pavelski was named captain, but now he seems to be making his return to the ice. So as if the other guys I named Landis Cog, Ranton, and uh, Makar, Kadri, if, if those guys weren't a handful enough, now you throw Nathan McKinnon into the equation and uh, five's a party right there. Uh, and several other guys on this team that are a threat as well on those top two lines for Colorado, especially. And then of course you have Darcy Kemper between the pipes, most likely 22, five and two on the year with a 2.54 goals against average and a 0.916 save percentage. So a little bit better save percentage than you'll see from Holtby or Ottinger, but still there's been moments where Darcy Kemper has been vulnerable this season and he's had some tough games, but overall still a very solid goalie that, I'm sure the Colorado Avalanche are glad that they picked up over the offseason. He's still playing very, very well for them. And going into this kind of two and two home and home series, I think it's, you know, on the outlook from this point, a a split here, I feel like is best case scenario. Obviously, the real best case scenario is winning both games. But I, I mean, the Colorado Avalanche haven't lost two games in a row in what feels like an eternity. And so I don't know the likelihood of that happening, especially with one of these being in Colorado. They are the best team in the NHL at home this season. Uh, I think they had one. I think until that Arizona loss that they had, I think it was 18 games in a row at home, something like that. Getting really close to 20 wins in a row. Very tough place to play in Colorado and even a tough team to play when you're in your own barn. And so I think a split here is ideal and realistically what we can be hoping for 
as Stars fans going into this. And I think the Stars have the best chance to win at home. It will, of course, be a grind of a game. I expect it to be very close. But with the way Dallas has played their last two games, if it's a close and gutsy game, I think that this team can hang. I think it could be potentially high scoring. Uh, and I think the Stars win this one 6-5 to five with Pavelski scoring. I know I, I predicted Pavelski to score uh, first last game. But again, another game goes by this one against Winnipeg. No Pavelski on the stat sheet. It feels so weird uh, going into the All-Star break. It was all Pavelski this, Pavelski that, Pavelski top 10 and goals and points, or points, not goals, points on the season, you know, being up there with some of the elite names in the league. And he's been kind of quiet the past two games. Uh, other guys have, you know, kind of stolen his thunder a little bit. And so, But with a guy like Pavelski, the way he's played this season, he's due to explode at any moment. And if there's a game where he's going to pop off and have a, a multi-point game, the Dallas Stars would sure appreciate it if it was this Sunday against the Colorado Avalanche. So give me Pawlowski with the first goal in this game. And the playoff race in the West continues to be chaotic. As per usual, the Calgary Flames now own the second spot in the Pacific Division behind the Vegas Golden Knights. The Anaheim Ducks, after a close game, a loss to the Seattle Kraken last night, uh, I was actually watching that game preparing for this episode. Seattle scored late in the game to take a 4-3 lead, winning in Anaheim. That's a big loss because now the Ducks are in that second wild card spot with 55 points. Dallas sits behind them uh, with 52. And then the Edmonton Oilers won last night against the Islanders. They have 51 points, and so they are right there behind the Stars. Things continue to be tight and close, and so Dallas really needs to rat rattle off uh, a few more wins, especially over this divisional stretch in order to stay in the position that they're in, in a good spot, but clearly still a long way to go in order to secure that playoff positioning come springtime. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you so much for listening on a Saturday. I know on weekends, your daily routine probably isn't quite the same. So if you found time to squeeze in today's episode, thank you so much. I truly do appreciate it. Uh, count it a, an early Valentine's Day gift, uh, if you will, because I love you guys and I'm thankful for each and every one of you that listen and tune in, uh, even though uh, there will be an actual episode on Valentine's Day on Monday, just consider this an early one. Uh, much love, much appreciation. Thank you for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Make your second listen of the day, the Locked on Bets podcast. Don't imagine that they have an episode out on Saturday, but maybe you missed some episodes from back earlier in the week. And if you're wanting to bet on NHL games or the Super Bowl, be sure to check them out uh, because they do great work over there. Um, but thank you guys again so much for listening. You can find me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis and the show on Twitter at locked on stars. Be sure to also subscribe to and follow the podcast wherever you get your podcast at. And whether that's on YouTube, your favorite podcasting platform, drop a like on YouTube. If you like what you hear rate and review on Apple or Spotify, if you like what you hear as well, you can leave five star reviews on either of those places and write a review on Apple podcast. So, uh, if you didn't know now, you know. Um, really, really cool stuff there. Thank you guys so much for listening, though. We will be back here on Monday to talk about the Stars Avalanche game and then be looking forward to the next matchup that these teams will have on Tuesday. We'll see you there, Stars fans. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We will see you back here on Monday.